You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. And we're recording a new episode of So Let Me Ask You This. I am Schwiney. Jack Ace here with you. Jackie baby, welcome. How you doing, man? I'm good. Welcome to our, our listeners. Yeah. Hope you guys are doing well this fine fall day. Is it a fall? Is it, it will we be in? by the time you get this out. <laughs> Some bitch. There is an element of truth in every insult, <laughs> every joke. <laughs> well, listen, you're real busy with work. All right, oh. so last week I, I promised that... Um, Get your mic in, Snoop. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm getting my notes in order here because I actually did show prep. Um, What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> I did two show preps today. I did one with the drink. Yeah, you oh, did. that's right. They remember what crew we have to introduce. Which is the same as the last, last episode. episode. Uh, a little different. A little different. It's we another tequila sunrise. I think the first one was better than this one. This one is... Uh, I don't like the Prosecco in it. I put a little Prosecco in it just to give it some uh, fizz. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't think I don't think it helped. Mm, I can I can taste it. I don't mind it. No? no. You like it better than the first one? No. No, I don't either. It's, uh, it's, uh, so I like the, the sweet orange juice and... Uh, you could taste the sweetness in the first one. This one, it's kind of made it bitter. I didn't have enough orange juice. <laughs> I told you. I only squeezed a bushel. So it was only enough for three and a half drinks. I think it depends on your orange juice, too. So yes, there are, it does. There are oranges that are made for juicing, oh, right, and there are orange. Listen, oranges I, I am subject to what they give me at the supermarket, okay, dude? No, no. You got to gotta know what you're looking for. What, what oranges would you have used? Um, probably, so... They're like a dollar twenty-five to two fifty a piece. Yeah, I probably didn't get those. Yeah, and they're, not, they're not cheap. Yeah, because these are not the ones that are genetically modified. Like if you look at the navel oranges today, the the rind on that or the skin on that is like half an inch thick. You can break it. Yeah, you can squeeze it and you can break through the rind, which you never do in an orange. No, that's what happened today to me. Yeah, so I used the wrong oranges. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not uh, you know. You got you got uh, you got to know what oranges to get for juicing if that's your your purpose. I, so. I'm not a Florida guy. I should have I should have deferred. No, I'm just uh, you know it's not. Uh, I should have deferred. No, it's all right. It was good. it's delicious. That's okay. Yeah, the cherries make it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. So anyway, last week, yes, I committed many crimes, but I also committed to once. Uh, one episode out of the usual three that we do in a day is going to be about a historical figure that we probably don't know. We know of, but we don't know that much about. Who? Who is it? So our inaugural historical figure for today. Yeah. The very first. The very first is Nikola Tesla. All right. I like him. The same guy the car is named after. For those of you who only know that name from the car. So, so is it Nikola 
Nicola, Nicolay, Nicola. It's Nicola. Or is it Nikolai? Well, it's Nicola. Nicola? He, he was born on the 10th of July, 1856. So okay. let's keep that in mind as we talk about the things that this guy worked on. Okay? 1856. Right? Yep. He's born. He's born a couple of years. He's born a couple of years before and the he w- American Civil War. He immigrated to the United States, yes? I'll get there. Oh, i there. Yeah, he was born, uh, he's a Serbian-American inventor, electrical engineer, mechanical engineer, and more importantly, what they would call a futurist, best known for his contributions to the design of modern alternating current electric supply system, so AC current. That is what he yes. perfected. Most people are like, blah, who cares? Well, you care every time you turn your light switch on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he was born and raised in the Austrian Empire. Ironically, he was born during a fierce lightning storm. Really? Where the wet nurse or midwife, or whatever the hell you call him, uh, said, ooh, he is a child born of darkness. His mother, mm. his mother didn't like that. She said, I think it means he's meant for great things. And she was correct. Yep. <laughs> I don't have much more uh, no, okay, to yeah. that. Yeah. So he studied engineering physics in the 1870s. Without, he never received a degree in anything. He, just, he was just smart. Um, and he got pra- his and practical experience in the 1880s. Yeah. And in the 1884... He emigrated to the United States where he became a naturalized citizen. So he's 28. Um, uh, coming to America about 20 years after the Civil War. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and he, he became interested in electricity because of a demonstration one of his professors were giving. Um, and he noted that these demonstrations of this mysterious phenomena made him want to know more about the electrical force. Mm. So then he went to work for Thomas Edison when yeah. he came to the United States. Yeah. yeah. He began working in what was uh, I didn't know a they, brand new industry. I didn't know they worked together. Well, I, I knew that they were... He worked for him. Yeah. He worked for him. Yeah. He didn't work together. Yeah. I, I, I know that... Later, later on, on they, they're there was some adversaries. Animosity. Yeah. They, uh, their, their work kind of... You know where they diverged. started to collide? Well, you know where they started to collide? Um, no. ACDC. Oh, yeah. Because well, Edison yeah, was, was a big proponent of direct current. Yeah. And uh, should we describe direct current and alternating current? Oh, yeah, we can. Um, why don't you... Uh, so alternating current is... Uh, direct current means it's a, it's a steady stream of electricity, but it's ineffective over... Distance, yeah. Distance, because wire has an inherent, albeit lower, resistance that eventually drains electricity, and it's so it's not as efficient. It's leaky. Yeah, it, it's essentially leaking. You lose electricity yeah. over over uh, when it traverses long distances, whereas alternating current allows the electricity to to maintain a certain. A certain amount of power that will then be able to produce the electricity you need for all of your products. And as far as safety goes, direct current is much safer. Although it's still it could still messy up, direct current is much safer than uh, alternating current. And 
that is so if, if that's people right. don't that's know, why edison wanted it yeah ac is what um those high power you know those giant power lines so today we use a, a combination of both right we use the alternating current to distribute the power on the major lines and then direct current to bring it into your house so the the, the electricity coming into your house is uh much uh, much safer, much lower voltage, but it's also a whole lot less efficient than alternating current. And I think part of the issue was is they really couldn't. Well, I, I, they probably could figure it out today, but uh, I transformers. Think, it was, yeah. They had to develop transformers. But getting, they, I think what they decided was putting alternate uh, alternating current into the homes was too too dangerous. So that's that's kind of why the. The combination of the two today. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. there you have it. There you go. Thank you, Schwann. So, um, when he started working for the Continental Edison Company, mm. he was working on, uh, it was a pretty brand new industry, so he started, uh, inst- he started, all he did was, he was installing indoor incandescent lighting citywide in a large scale electric power utility. So, Ooh. yeah, they were just set that up lights. Fancy. I mean, th- this is, t- th- you know, you're, you're trans forming society from candlelight gas lamp gas lamps to electricity um he, all right, so he worked in a division of the suburb of paris he was the, so this was when he was still in paris mm, okay because paris was installing electricity they were very progressive in paris yeah. back in the he gained uh, a great deal that's right yep. he well they weren't having to deal with the civil war we were yeah we we had a mess we were cleaning up we were cleaning up yeah uh, he gained a great deal of practical experience uh, in electrical engineering. So he's not taking any formal classes. He's like working with these guys. He's figuring it out. All and, hands on. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 his managers starting to realize, hey, this guy, he's different. Yeah. <laughs> like he's smart. Um, so they would start. They started sending him like to troubleshoot engineering problems at other Edison utilities that were being built in France and Germany because this guy was so brilliant. Um, in 1884, an Edison manager who had been overseeing the Paris installation mm-hmm. was brought back to the United States to manage the Edison Machine Works. Now, the Edison Machine Works was Edison in his heyday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a manufacturing division that was situated in New York City. So he lived in New York City and asked that Tesla be brought to the United States as well. So he emigrated legally. Legally, you hear that? Tesla emigrated legally. Mm. Unlike today, let's not get political. And began. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out a fact. You're it says it getting right here. political. It, it says right here. Emigrated legally. Yeah. And I didn't write that. This is not my words. Yeah. Uh, and began working almost immediately on Manhattan's Lower East Side in an overcrowded shop with a workforce of several hundred machinist laborers, managing staff, and 20 field engineers struggling with the task of building the large electric utility in that city. Yeah. He solved all the problems. So as in Paris, he was working on troubleshooting installations, improving generations. Uh, not certain he met Thomas Edison. At what point does he uh, become an electric car? <laughs> That's... Ask Elon. Oh. All right, so I'm boring. All right, let me, let's go some Edison fact. Um, some I want to know about the he coil. He also experimented... Yeah, we can get to the coil. I think that would be actually the coil picture. Um... I've got a picture I've got to send to you. It would be perfect to, okay. to put for this podcast. Okay. Of him in that little room, that 
with all the current. I mean, it's a time lapse photo. Yeah, it looks more spectacular than it probably was at the time. But he's just sitting in this room with this electric current firing back and forth. Yeah. So if you guys have ever been to one of the like the science place that used to be down in Fair Park, or you know they have the Perot Museum. I think they have. They've moved the Tesla coil that was in Fair Park over there, but. Um, other science places have, you know, electricity shows and they have one of those big Tesla coils where you see the sparks just emanating out of it and making loud, you know, first of all, it makes a loud humming sound and then the snaps as the electricity come out of it and they will, uh, you know, they'll wear like a chainmail suit that grounds them and they'll play with the electricity and it's, it's really neat. So, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip a lot of this other stuff. But essentially, he, the things that he worked on, he really started to play with radio waves, too. Mm-hmm. He actually built the first remote con- radio remote-controlled boat ah. that he took to the Navy to say, this would be a very good thing for you to put in torpedoes. And then you could guide the por- torpedo right into... Yeah. Because at the time, torpedoes were guided by wire. Yeah, I remember that. So... But the Navy, of course, turned that down. Blah, blah, that would have made. We don't need your, your fancy radio waves. We got but wires. Essentially, but essentially what he was working with is the modern-day Bluetooth technology. That's uh-huh. what he was developing. Was he, though? Essentially. Do you know who actually invented Bluetooth wireless technology? I do not. Hedy Lamar. She was not just a pretty face. No, she was not. She was a scientist, and she came up with the idea of frequency hopping to um well because people were were saying oh if you're going to radio control these torpedoes then all they have all the enemy ship has to do is figure out what frequency you're using and jam that frequency correct she came up with the idea of frequency hopping so that they couldn't jam the signal to our torpedoes okay she's a very very smart lady and she does not get the credit that she deserves uh, you should have told me that off air and i could have made hedy lamar no I just did another it. historical character that maybe you just we, had. I need we, I need ammunition. I need okay. Maybe we talk about her next week. I don't there know. I think, I think you just kind of just it was the big reveal right there. Like, what else are you going to tell me about her? Well, that's her big contribution. And that's really, already done. Really, the end. She's really hot. That's smart. How'd she get that name? What Hedy? Headley. <laughs> Have you seen? Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, Blazing Saddles. Yes. The uh, Harvey Gorman plays Headley Lamar, and everyone calls. I him remember Headley Lamar. Yeah. Okay. That was actually one of the only movies that he was ever in where he just didn't start breaking up laughing. He did a couple times, I think. And Blazing My Saddles. My mind is a raging torrent. <laughs> no, he was gonna. I was watching a little Carol Net the other night. It was just fantastic tim conway just making yes. him crack up those shows are so best. undervalued oh my god and i think a lot of you know there's a probably a good well actually our audience is probably pretty old except for a few people if you haven't watched Cow burnett i hope it stands up i think it does i think somebody though um has got a hold of that library and it's not readily available for i was on i watched it on I youtube you, you have oh did you okay. no you can watch like bloopers and stuff on youtube yeah that show was hilarious. It was hilarious. I mean, Tim Conway would get Harvey Corman yes. cracking up in the middle of a skit, and he could not get his composure. It was the best. Yes. I, I love those. Now, I love I love the one that happens on Saturday Night Live, too, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, so the live shows. All right, let me give you some. Let me give you some facts because I can tell you're getting bored already with me. So, so I want to. I want to know more. Do you have uh, any bits about um, when Edison and Tesla no, kind of? No, because they never really. So I think. I think a lot of it ideas and like. They so yes, I he, know that he left because they wouldn't adopt any of his ideas. Right, so he left and then hooked up with some other people. And yeah, started the Tesla Corporation. Well, I think he partnered with uh, was it Westinghouse? Yes, it and was then, Westinghouse. And then uh, General Electric partnered with Edison, and it was kind of a, you know, so now Tesla had the financial backing of it was like a Coke Coke Pepsi battle, right? Yes. It was who can figure this out first. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, I think we have. You know, like AI is kind of that thing today. So is yeah. the quantum computing. Yeah, who gets to do it first? Yeah, so yeah, video virtual reality was too, right? I mean, like it's who can conquer it first. So I have I have a virtual reality, a VR set. So do I. I. Which have, one do you have? I have the Oculus Rift. I have Oculus something. Yeah, and I, it was amazing. It's I, amazing. It is I amazing. I tried it and I said, "Oh my god, I have to have this because it's, it's so amazing. much fun." But there's limited, and it really like, is limited stuff. This is the future. This stuff is going to... But it's not working it's out not, that way. Well, because they haven't really come up with any real um, practical application, right? I, you know what I think the best practical application is? I went to the top of Everest on that thing. Yes. That was fucking fantastic. To look around... Yes. Did you, I, and I was never out of breath. Um, I didn't even need an oxygen tana, container awesome. or a Sherpa. So, yeah. You could do. You can just. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was totally easy. Yeah, piece of cake. But it was. It, it was amazing to look no around. Kidding. Yep, I did that too. I, like the. When they the, take you into a campsite. The Google Earth application. You could just. You could do aerial passbys of different things. Um, I didn't do that one. So yeah, you can. I did the. I did the. Mount Everest one. I didn't do that one. So you could like, you could um, load Google Earth into it, and you could walk around. Rome, like so, I current day Rome. Um, well, whenever they were, you know, so they take um, pictures. What do you mean whenever, the, whenever, whenever they were there. Whenever they were taking, it pictures. wasn't. It's not Roman Empire. No. Okay. No, it's like Google Earth. It's truly Google okay. Earth. So, like, you would be in Street View, and you'd have a three hundred sixty degree view of like standing in front. of... Can you walk? Yeah. All right. Well, not not necessarily. You have to hold, you have to, you have like, to hold the button. Yeah, you have to yeah, move yeah. forward, jump forward, jump forward. But like I was able to stand outside the hotel that we stayed in during our um, Mrs. Swiney and I went to Rome for our honeymoon. So I could I found I walked down the street where our hotel was, and then you know went to some of the famous places that we were. I was like, hey, I am back in the spot where we had our honeymoon. This is fantastic. You know, it's pretty cool. You could go inside Disney World. Yeah, it's just really really amazing. The technology was was huge. I was a li- honestly I felt like they needed uh, they needed some advancement to make it better right the resolution of the headset was not um not where i, th- I don't know I feel which like one it i needed have to but be. it's fantastic yeah you probably so i've had mine for about five six years and so i think they probably made advancements with the headset oh yeah yeah they so, make advancements every year yeah the problem is they're not advancing the uh the available um Games, apps, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. There's nothing that, they, like they have a Star Wars one, which is fantastic, but it's short. But I got to battle Darth Vader, and that was pretty badass when Darth Vader walks in the room and walks up to you, and you're staring him up and down. He's a tall motherfucker. Yeah. 
I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't. Uh, okay, I don't like I'm the prosecco. Sorry. It was a splash. Yeah, it's too big a splash. It needs to be a drip. I, I think it was. I think it's a lack of orange juice. To be honest with you, could be. It's still delicious. It's still uh, <laughs> fucking knocking me on my ass. Well, there's a lot to kill in this one. Too. Yeah, I, I was determined to get us wasted for the third episode. <laughs> That's gonna be a doozy. Um, <laughs> here was here was something they advertised that I never saw. Um, Virtual reality. Yeah, and then we'll get back to Tesla. Yeah. Um, well, we don't have to get back to Tesla. I'm just gonna give you some facts. So they advertised. Huh? Ad- this is not a good segment. Maybe we should. No, no, no. It. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. I was gonna do Joan of Arc next. Ooh. All right. I, I would like to. Um, you let me know, so I can uh, also do some research. Just a little bit, you know. Maybe I don't understand. Know if I trust you too. Who she is a little bit. Let me just send it to you. Yeah, just send me. No, don't send me your research. Just send me. This is who we're doing. You know, because that might be helpful for me to. Like, I know a little bit about Nikola Tesla, but That's I mean right. a little. Okay. You know. What do you know? But um, let me hold on. Go back to, back to back to VR. Yeah. When I bought my VR, they started advertising that they were going to do like concerts, yeah. sporting events where That's you right. would have you a front row seat. side seat yeah. at the Lakers game. Yeah. They never did they it. They never did that. Never did it. And, and it's a like, perfect application for I was that. like, holy shit, I would watch a football game if Absolutely. you could give me a, a live football game. 50 yard line seat Absolutely. where I could look around Absolutely. and if I wanted to look at, you know, the defensive backfield, I could focus on that rather than having to to look at what you know, the, yeah. the, no, camera the camera wants showing me you. to see. I'm, I'm down Or with if it. I want to be in the drone footage. I would rather, I would, in, just, in football, I would rather, you know you know what I think is the biggest abuse in football? Is that they don't use that camera that is hanging, suspended from the stadium. Yeah. That is the best fucking view I you know. can have. It's, it's like the quarterback's play, view. It's like playing a, a video game. Yes. Yeah, you can see it. the whole field. You, you can see plays developing. Like on I national would much championship rather see games, that. Yes. they will have that view. And you don't they have, show you th- yeah. three or four plays. The no, no, only no, effort they go on to. When they, the national championship game, they will have a channel dedicated to that camera. And that's all you see is that camera. That's the best camera they have. Yeah. I will watch the whole game there. Yeah, you know, you see plays develop. You can see, you know, they you see penetration. The you yeah. can see that you see the the it's, defensive backs in coverage. It is awesome. I I don't understand why that didn't take off. Maybe they needed people to pay for a service or something like that. But I would have paid for the service if they were going to put that programming out there. But I never saw any of it. You know, what would you paid for that? Um, how much? I might have paid a hundred dollars a year for a subscription. I don't know if that's enough for them. Maybe not. But to if you get that, enough people, I don't know. I don't know what it that's entails. A, that is a pretty pricey subscription, though, when you think about it. Hundred dollars a year? Yeah. No, it's not. You don't think? What do you pay for Netflix? I pay more than hundred bucks a year. Yeah. All right, twenty bucks a month I pay. But you're only getting sixteen games. But Seventeen games. But it's not just football. It's all a whole bunch. Oh, and you mean all, for for a package, dude? You can't even get NFL ticket for a hundred. I'm just 100. saying. But there's so low overhead. You just put that fucking camera and say, record. It's not like they're changing angles or have to have... I agree 100% with you, but you have. I agree. I think All I don't know why they don't do it costs them is the seat. And they're already doing it anyway. Or, or they, The camera's they, already hung. They probably there's have There's somebody to have already licensing. controlling it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about... So the VR camera is a 360-degree view. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After so you a play, if I want to turn around and look, look at, at the, the audience, crowd. I can do that. And that so they have to have a seat or an area wonder, where they can put that camera. I wonder if it's just because you can't control jackassery yet. 
So if people see and they know where the camera is, they're going to be some chick flashing her tits onto it, and some third grader okay. is going to be sitting there standing okay, then there I'll pay with his a month Oculus for- <laughs> on, going to town like a chimpanzee, Why and not? his mother's going to walk in and see this. No, you won't even know his mother's there. Cause he's gonna have he won't even. Head. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna be sitting go to town. Him. He's gonna be talking to that chick. She can't hear him. The practical applications of VR. There are plenty of ideas. Just none of them ever. Why aren't they doing them? I don't know. It's like they stopped developing. Could you imagine VR porn? Dennis Miller had a joke about that. Oh, did he? He said, "You know, they're developing." This is like now. This is when is this? 1995. But so here's Dennis the th- Miller said, "They're trying to come up." <laughs> I'll never forget this. <laughs> I gotta remember the exact joke. Something about the day that some fat, <laughs> out of shape postal worker could sit on his, in his chair, put on his VR set, and make love to. At the time, it was uh, oh, what was her name? Pepsi girl, Cindy, uh, Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Can make love to Cindy Crawford is gonna make. Crack look like Sanka. <laughs> so, you know, being in the IT industry, um, it's amazing to me how many technical advances come out of the porn industry. All right, that's an episode. I'm just saying. That's an episode. I won't talk about that. We're talking about Nicholas Tesla. Are rest, we? Rest his soul. We're talking about VR porn, which I think the you audience... Talking, you brought up, I think the audience you is probably much up. more in tune I'm with. Moving, I'm going back to Tesla. But I will say, Fact without Nikola Tesla, we wouldn't have VR porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do we know that? So thank How do you Nicola. figure that? How do you figure that? Well, I mean, you what? have to have electricity. Uh, he has electricity. No, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> if you don't have electricity, you can't have VR porn. All right. So Thank you, Nikola. <laughs> I, listen, I porn king, Nikola Tesla, porn king. I didn't want I don't think VR the, for the porn. I, I don't think that's the VR, legend he was going for. So I wanted it for you know, like this, the courtside seats at a Lakers game, or the courtside, or the front row seats to a tick, you know, to a concert with Dave Matthews. I want and, and Are I you want, a Lakers fan. No, I don't. Oh. I don't fucking care. Okay. I just wanted that technology. I wanted to I thought it would be great. It would be great. It was. And then I was looking, where is this programming? Where is this program? Where do I sign up? And I they never, never, they never did it. They never developed they it. Just, they just talked I just about think, it. I don't think they could ever come to grips. I don't think they probably, if I had to guess. Because here's the other thing, right? Because here's the other thing. If you, like, say you and I were both fans of the Lakers, and we both signed up for to watch the Lakers play the Kings courtside, you and I... Could join the same uh, for Latin, the same experience, so we could be talking to each other and maybe even see the likeness of each other sitting next okay, to each other. That's right. So for a hundred, so this is probably where they ran into a problem, right? Because they probably went to the leagues and said, "Hey, we want to do this," and the leagues like, "Well, wait a minute. If I could spend a hundred bucks and have a front row seat for every fucking game, and it feels like I'm there, why would they come to a game?" They probably panicked. No, I listen. Dude, always, would you go? Would you go, if you could have a front row seat? Would you go to a game? I would never go. I might. I wouldn't. Listen, the VR, the VR experience is not going to supplant the person that lives in LA and has access to front row tickets. Because the sights, the smells, you're not going to get those on dude, VR. Dude, are, are you telling me? Are the me, sounds? Are, the experience are you telling me feeling? you do not enjoy? 
watching a football game in the comfort of your house where you could pause, you can go to the bathroom, you can get something to drink. Of course you do. Of course I do. So if you could do that all the time, why would you pay for season tickets to it? Because those row, those front row seats, which you're getting, you're not watching a television broadcast. You are sitting in a front row seat. I would go to the game. If I had... You would never be able to afford those tickets at a game. Well, of course I would. So you're not going to go because you're not going to be in the front row. But my point to you is, is if you have the means and the ability to go to the game, you're going to do that 10 times out of maybe 15. You know, you're going... You're you're gonna err on the side of going to. I think I think you're experience. biased. I think you're biased. Well, I mean, because I you're love such the experience. A, yes, because you're such a sports fan. That's not who they're worried about. Think about the people. Listen. Okay. The hang on, hang on, hang on. Give me give me a second here. Okay. Think so, about the people in the front row. They're there to be seen. They're not fans. The people that go to the front row are the rich, famous, and wealthy who just want to be seen because nobody else can afford those tickets. My point to you is living in Dallas. Guess how many LA basket or LA Laker games I've been to? Zero. But guess how many I would go to if I had a courtside experience so do you, wearing a VR helmet? I would Okay, that's fair. You get a lot more fans. I would go to a bunch. Okay. And so would you go to the Laker game? Oh, if they, no, if they had mean, it. If, if they, they had, had it, it, I would like to experience. It. I would go to at least one. What, what what if every team in the league had it? Would you go to a Laker game? I would. Why not? I just, would just like to see who they're playing. Just, Maybe if they're playing your team, you'd see it from course. Just to experience, okay, that arena. I don't disagree with you. Same I wish it would happen. Baseball. I wish it would happen. You know, if I could be behind the pitcher at every fucking ballpark or behind the catcher at every ballpark, I would absolutely do that. But you won't be able to. So you're going to do VR. You're not going to go to the ballpark. My point to you is, is like, think about as a franchise. You're the L.A. Lakers. What does that do to your exposure? Now you have people who live in New York who can't get to Laker games. Listen, I don't disagree with you because I think one of the reasons that the Atlanta Braves got popular was because in the in in the nineties, yeah, TBS had, only yeah. carried. So you had a nationwide Atlanta, market. A nationwide market. Yep. So I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know where the sticking point is on why this can't if get it was, done. If it was, I'm the trying leagues, to figure it out. If it was the leagues that held us up, was. it was very short-sighted. Probably. But people just worry about the, the, the their next paycheck. So if you think that you know somebody in New York who never goes to Laker games is going to affect your ability to sell season tickets... Look at the size of that fucking cherry. I can't wait to eat that motherfucker. Get in there, baby. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm saving. Are you? Yeah, it's a big cherry. You know, I was noticing that while you were talking about Nicola... I was like killing my beverage, and you are way behind. So I have, I've taken over some Thank speaking. You. I, to give I, you appreciate, an I appreciate yeah. you allowed me that they afforded me the opportunity to get but down I, to I where you like are. I feel like I've beat the VR thing today. Yeah, let's, 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 let's go back go to Nicola. Yeah, so and so, so can, you can drink. Can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. Episode three. I can tell oh yeah, you. we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be tequila. Stay tuned. It's gonna be tequila and something else. I just don't know what it is yet because I'm out of sun tequila sunrise. All right, so let's give you some facts. Here we go. Give it to me. I'm just gonna give them fast. We're going to do quick hits. He was su- Tesla was such a genius that he would visualize inventions and objects he was working on in his head from start to finish of the product. Never wrote anything down. That's the that's the big big crime with him because that's he the big died crime because he, he died young and, and he, he left a lot of it. Yes, you're right. Yep. Unlike most of his counterparts, Tesla did not need to draw sketches of his ideas on paper, but relied on his unfailing imagine ma- unfailing imagination oh, and you're memory. Deep into the cups. 
Well, that was an unfailing imagination is not necessarily easy combination. It's not, but I appreciate but, that. Yeah, it's a verbal. Oh no, I have main. Ver- I have main bump. engine ignition, no question. Add a baby. Yeah, like when I first started. Welcome. When I first started drinking that drink. Welcome. The sparks were flying in <laughs> underneath. They were trying to like, ignite the engines. The water, yeah, the water was. Yeah. They had the water flushing in. Yeah. Sparks when I first started, and now that I'm on this bottom of this class, I've got main engine ignition. Whee! We're about to go with throttle up soon. All right, so this began in his early childhood where after he would have flashes of light that he would see, flashes of light, and then he would have an excellent idea together with solutions to an existing problem. Like he would just, all of a sudden, he'd be sitting there and just all of a sudden it was a flash of light in his head and he would have a brand new idea with a solution. Mm. Some believe that the visions and flashes were spiritual, but Tesla, being a man of science, believed none of it. He was touched with greatness. He was touched with greatness. He had, a, he had a mind. He had a photographic memory. To be able to do what he did, it was absolutely a photographic memory. He was seen as a mad scientist because he had obsessions and fears that many considered to be strange and gave him the title mad scientist. Some of his obsessions were the number three. Mm. He detested jewelry, especially pearls. It's such a weird thing. Round objects and touching hair. Those were pet peeves of his. He was known for avoiding women who wore pearls. He would not talk to a woman who wore them. He sent his secretary back home for wearing them. <laughs> so he's a little weird. Yeah. He also counted his steps when walking and calculated the value. The, he <laughs> now, I think this is where I think Tesla and I share some he was looking Similarities. for the most efficient way of walking. He could not shut up his brain. Yeah. He also counted his steps when walking and calculated the volume of food before taking it. <laughs> More like counting calories. Hmm. The mention of Tesla's name is associated with alternating currents. He referred he's referred to Oh no, he referred to it as the war of currents. In nineteen oh one, Tesla had the idea for a wireless way, wireless way to gather information, code it, change the frequency, mm-hmm. and have it transmitted to a mobile device. That's fucking Bluetooth. 1901. He's a smart mofo. Okay, Hetty. You did some good work, Hetty. Hetty Lamar. But he had the idea before it was even a thought. No, no, no. It's right here, 1901. I just watched the Netflix special about Hetty Lamar. She's a smart, pretty lady. I didn't say she wasn't smart. I didn't say she wasn't pretty. She's very similar to, to Nicola. She might have been. Yeah. It's those people that they, I, I yeah. guarantee you, they die young because they can't sleep either. This is my fate. Yeah. What have you? What what have you contributed to society aside from the nothing? I just can't sleep. The human zoo. <laughs> I just can't sleep. <laughs> the human zoo and your hey. What about the dolphins? The dolphins. Yeah. yeah they, the well, whales. Do, do they? How do they? How do dolphins snort cocaine? Is uh, it through, through the snout or through the blowhole? They don't. They don't have uh, nostrils on their snout. Yes, they do. Do they? Of course they do. What? Have you ever seen a dolphin? Yeah. They have a blowhole. They breathe through. And a they, bl- but they have a snout. With, the, with nostrils. Do they really? I didn't know they had nostrils. Yeah, look it up. I'm looking it up right now. All right, let me get, get on with Nicola. Nicola. Um, so, anyway, they say, the see, this was Bluetooth, but they say this was probably his idea of a mobile phone, but it was shelved like many others. Tesla also pioneered works in electric light, 
electric motors, radio, x-ray, remote control, radar, wireless communications, and robotics. He created his famous transformer, the Tesla coil. Other scientists took advantage of Tesla's inventions by making minor improvements and taking the credit. Hey, Lamar. Nikola Tesla was afraid of germ. He was a germaphobe. Yeah, you know that's when you know he's a genius. Yeah, when you're a germaphobe. Yeah, like Howard Hughes. Yeah. As H- a teenager, Hedy Lamar actually uh, hung out with and dated Howard Hughes. That's she right. She probably gave him some ideas. She did. And he, her. Yeah, she was much more cleansely, clean, cleanslier. Uh, as a teenager, oh, as a teenager, Tesla suffered from almost fatal cholera affection. infection. What does that mean? He had cholera. What does that mean? Cholera? Yeah. Is that where... He got really sick. Diarrhea? I don't know what it means. <laughs> it has something to do with your... Maybe it has something to do with cholesterol. I don't know. Uh, I should know this. What is cholera? I don't know. Look that up while I'm doing this. I don't have Look, Oh, this. shut up. You're not doing anything to me. You're, you're not even I'm listening. Drinking. You're not even listening to me. He was bedridden for nine months and was near death multiple times. In a moment of despair, Tesla's father, who was a pastor, his father was a pastor. He had originally wanted him to enter the priesthood. Don't go don't go on cholera until I'm done with this sentence. All right. I see your face <laughs> lining up there, taking a deep breath to talk. Promised to send him, he so his father promised to send him to the best engineering school if he recovered from the illness. So the father wanted him to be a priest. But when he got really sick, the father was like, okay, you can go to an engineering school. Just get better. <laughs> cholera is a coronal mass ejection. Oh, then you've had cholera. I, d- I have cholera. Diarrheal illness caused by bacterium vibro chol- cholera group. It is estimated to cause an estimated 1.3 to 4 million bouts of diarrhea worldwide. It's like COVID. Most people exposed to cholera bacterium don't become ill and don't know that they've been infected, but they can still infect others through contaminated water. Okay. Yeah. So, so he, he so he started cleaning it's because bad after diarrhea. he had bad diarrhea and vomiting, leg cramps, rapid loss of body fluids, and leading to dehydration and shock. So yeah, it can fuck you up. Okay. Right? So after having crippling diarrhea and dehydrated, after getting over that. He became a clean freak, so he cleaned everything around him. So he had solid poops. uh, His personal hygiene was quite strict and a detailed process. Maybe, maybe because of the cholera, you know. Now he's like going, "I gotta clean up my diet." He would use eighteen, eighteen napkins to wipe his dining room every night, and wore white gloves to every dinner. His obsession with the number three made him divide everything in threes. His hotel room. He lived in one hotel. He lived in a hotel. Yeah, that's nice. Um, it was room number three three two seven in the New York, in the Hotel New Yorker on the thirty third floor. Nice. Yeah, made service every day. Gotta like that. He could memorize an entire book, and could remember every tiny detail in the book, such as illustrations and photos. This was, however, the cause of nightmares he has he had as a young child. Tesla was able to perform integral calculus in his head. I let, can do that. Let me... A bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken integral calculus. Oh. I needed an HP calculator. 
Oh. <laughs> I haven't taken that. You do it in I've his taken fu- some drugs. So anybody that has taken into I guarantee you you have some friends of yours on this podcast that have taken integral calculus. Oh yeah. He did it in his head. Yeah. <laughs> in his head. Um so his teachers fucking nailed him to the wall because they thought he was cheating. <laughs> Cause he keep doing his head. Like he come and answer and he go, 32. So and they go, What? There was a guy that I went to high school with. That was a uh, road scholar, or met like a merit merit scholar, road scholar, whatever the hell they call it. The te- he would sleep through class, and the teacher got so pissed at him one day that he was sleeping in class that she like threw an eraser at him and woke him up, and she said, "Explain to me this," and he like just laid it out, and she's like, "Go back, go back to sleep, bitch, go back to sleep, leave the classroom, yeah. go to bed." The dude just did not need. Yeah, there's some people. I mean, like he that, had man. to be there, right? He had to God, get credit for being there. I wish I could do that. I, me too. I think he I need was a so smart. I think I need a supplement. I can't remember his name. If I, <laughs> I can't, I, this guy could do integral calculus. Then you can't remember this dude's name. Yeah, okay. you know what? I drink to forget, and it works. It's Hello. It's fantastic. With such great memory, oh yeah, I already told that. Oh. With such great, to your point, with such great memory, most of Tesla's greatest inventions never saw a live day because he mm-hmm. never wrote down the ideas. No, that's that's, um, you know, if, if there was a, a tragedy about this guy, it's that, it, that he didn't write anything down. Yeah, and when he passed away, all that everything died with amazing him. Amazing knowledge just went with him. He lived out of a suitcase and had strict work ethics. After moving to America, Tesla spent most of his living, uh, most of his life living in hotel rooms. He stayed at the Waldorf Astoria in the Hotel Damn, New York. He wasn't York. just staying in a hotel. Yeah, but back then. No, the Waldorf is always Always been? been? Yep. Yeah. After moving to America, Tesla spent most of his life living in... Uh, I read that. He had a religious... He had a religious... After mo- moving to the United States, did he always live in hotels? Yeah. Okay. He had a... Re- well, yes and no. Uh, because he then he went somewhere else. We'll get there. Was he ever married? No, never married. Okay. He had a religious dining... Uh, tradition. He would arrive in an evening suit at a precise time every evening, was escorted to his table by the chief waiter, and had 18 napkins just to wipe his silverware. He ate his dinner at the same time, at the same table, at Delmonico's in New York, and later at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. He loved a glass of warm milk. Who Who doesn't like warm milk? Tesla is also oh, said nice. to be very strict and disciplined in his work and followed a formidable schedule. He was more focused on inventions that would better humanity, and therefore the influence of his wealthy and famous friends did not sway him off his course. Thank you, Nikola Tesla. That's why I brought him up today. Is there anything you need to, like any main, super-duper important point that you need to give to us about Tesla before we shut this down? No, I'm not done yet. I'm only on number eight. No, you're done. No, wait, there's some good ones coming. Mm. While he was in New York, he built a 100... Think about this. He built a 180-foot, 85-foot tower in Long Island. It was called the Warden Cliff Tower. He used the tower to further his experiment on wireless transmissions in the early 1900s. He believed that the tower had the power to tap electricity from the sky. During World War I... The tower was destroyed by the U.S. government. On suspicions, 
it was being used by Germans to transmit their radio signals. Hmm. Another theory explained the destruction of the tower was that, was that it was done to recover debt incurred by Tesla at the Waldorf Astoria. He lived there for 20 years. So I don't know, like the Waldorf Astoria bombed this? I don't know what this is saying, this fact. The no. Waldorf Astoria bombed his tower to get his room in board? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe. I don't know. Did they? Did he have it insured? <laughs> I want to I want to show you this. All right. Hang on. I'm almost done. All right. This Empty is glass. Fact. He believed in green energy. Tesla got concerned was a about the quick depletion of Earth's resources. He thought of an idea that would make use of renewable fuel from sources that would not run out, such as wind, mm-hmm. to save the Earth. He researched on ways that one can be able to harvest natural energy in the ground and from the sky. He devised an artificial lightning in his lab and studied differences between tall buildings and the Earth. Unfortunately, the inventions did not get funding. Where to he go, soon, Nicola? Nicola soon realized that green energy was a farce and you should stay away from it and just use fossil fuels and nuclear energy. Bullshit. Oh, no, wait. I made that part up. Tesla died a poor man on 7 January 1943, aged 86, in his room at the Hotel New York. He did not get married. Nor have children. Dude, that's a pretty that's a pretty long life. Eighty six uh, back then, nineteen forty three. Yeah, for that he did not. But well, it's probably but because probably he because he he, he, he fucked the Waldorf Astoria. He lived at the Waldorf and he wiped everything down eight, with eighteen napkins. So uh, life he lesson here: sick. if you want to live a long life, use eighteen a, napkins. Live in a hotel that you get uh, some room <laughs> service and maid service, on and a you get to basis. wipe your your yeah. tableware down with eighteen napkins every day, and wear gloves. He was cremated, and his ashes have been kept in the Nikola Tesla Museum in Belgrade, Serbia. Some of his inventions Hmm. have been classified by the U.S. government. Some of his personal possessions are still held by the Office of Alien Property. Hmm. I didn't know he was an alien. Throughout his life, Tesla registered more than 300 patents and envisioned many more inventions. That dude was amazing. Folks, I present to you one Nikola Tesla. Thank you very much for that. Um, that's about all the time we have for today. Live your life. Let everybody else live theirs and uh, yay electricity. Yeah, and be a good human. All right, we're going to get another drink. We're going to come back and do a third episode. Oh, and it's going to be good. Yes. Come on back. See ya. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon.